Well, good afternoon, everybody. We appreciate you tuning in today to listen to another uh, short devotional message from God's precious word. You know, many of God's people and many people in general suffer from depression. And we're living in a generation where that seems to be more and more to the fore of society. Many, many people struggle with low self-esteem. Many struggle with discouragement. Some struggle with loneliness. Some struggle with despair and many struggle with depression. And of course, there are all types of depression, clinical depression, spiritual depression, circumstantial depression, and so it goes on. And many things can contribute in our lives to a depressed state. Even the Psalmist acknowledged, I am cast down. He asked himself that question, why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted? within me. The word depression is a relatively new word in that context. Old Christians, maybe a hundred or 150 years ago, would have talked about feelings of melancholy. And what they meant by that was depression. And in the word of God, we read about those who, like the psalmist that we have mentioned, spoke about the soul being cast down within them. Just encourage you to read the scriptures, Psalm 40, 41, 42, and 43. But recently I've just finished this wonderful biography of Dr. Stephen Alford. He was a great expositor of God's Word, a great evangelist, a man with a burden for revival. And in this biography at the end of uh, one of the chapters there's a section of questions and one of those questions is with regards to depression. And I just found it so helpful I thought I would share it with you if you're struggling in that vein today. So I'm just going to read exactly what Stephen Alford says in answer to this question. How do you advise someone struggling with depression? Where is God at such times? Now the answer I thought was very, very helpful. He says, my heart and prayers go out to one who is struggling with depression. I thank the individual for sharing the pain through which he or she is passing at this time. I offer the following advice. First of all, from a negative standpoint. One, stop being introspective. Introspection is a violation of the truth of Romans 6. When you died with Christ, everything and anything that troubles you was condemned, put to death and buried. Therefore, you have no right to visit the cemetery and dig up the old bones. The day God showed me this wonderful truth, I was gloriously set free. I saw so clearly that there is nothing that people or the devil can say about me that God hasn't said already. But at the same time, God has condemned and put my past out of sight. So simply, don't be delving into the past all the time. Don't be always looking back and don't always be looking inward either. Secondly, do not read or discuss subjects or materials that tend to depress you. Romans 13, 14 says, make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. It is amazing how this particular principle works even with such a problem as depression. Thirdly, Avoid people or places that adversely affect you. In saying this, I am not asking you to be an escapist, but just to be sensible. Four, refuse to pity yourself. 
the martyr complex can be detrimental to your healing and restoration. And then secondly, from a positive standpoint, number one, quietly realize that whatever has been your experience in the past or however you feel at the present time, God is love. During a period of illness when I could not pray, read my Bible or even listen to music without triggering a paroxysm, I don't even know what this is, a paroxysmal tachardia episode, I laid hold of Deuteronomy 33, 27. The eternal God is thy refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. Remember that however low you may feel or fall, the everlasting arms are still under you. Let this truth be a pillow at night and a power by day. Two, recognize that your experience is not unique and that God and that what God has done in restoring others, he can do for you. Three, get involved in some hobby or work that is manual or physical. During the months of my illness, I remember building a rock garden that proved to be occupational therapy for me. It took my mind off the problems and pressures of the ministry and accelerated the healing process. It's important to be physical and active and get outside, enjoy some fresh air and some exercise. Four, remember that suffering is not a curse, but a blessing. Read carefully what Paul had to say regarding the thorn in the flesh. 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. Whatever agonies Paul had to pass through, he came to a place where he could rejoice in his infirmities because he found that through suffering, the power of God rested upon him. And then lastly, number five, finally, if the symptoms persist, so in other words, do all of these things first. You might need to listen to this message again just to get them all, take a few notes if you will. But finally, if the symptoms persist, seek the help of a Christian doctor or clinical psychologist. There may be medical or psychological reasons for your condition, but sometimes we run down the medical route first without exploring these other avenues. May God encourage you. May God lift your heart and lift your thoughts and your soul today. Thank you for joining us. And thank you to Tozer as well for being so patient. We'll get him out for a walk very soon. See you folks. See you next time.